and running too many devices in front of my hand right now good morning everyone it is thursday we know what that means and we've got so much to chat about because what a lot of things that are trending good morning everyone this is carol so aka naughty bus live with two sisters hey good morning everyone it's janice aka wellness diva 5.0 and by the way that's j a n i s and i just wanted to say that because i've had to say that my whole life um, most of you that know me know that I spell my name like that, um, but I know on the um, close caption with the live, it spells it incorrectly. So I just wanted to point that out. But anyways, <laughs> nothing about nothing, but something about something. So here we are, trending Thursday, uh, winding down September, and soon we'll, we will be entering the fourth quarter of 2021. I believe it was yesterday. What is today? The 23rd. No, today's the 23rd. Yesterday was the 22nd. And I believe that was the first day of spring. I'm sorry, spring. See, I'm getting my seasons messed up. Fall. It was. And I totally missed that because um, I was actually kind of wondering that because that's usually when I wait to start to put up thing, something up. So I did put up one little pumpkin just because I happened to just buy it. So it was easier than to get anything out yet. And I had a memory come up about a fall picture. I said, shoot, did I miss the first day of, of fall? Which I did, it was yesterday. That's what happens when you're having fun in a good time. So yes, the official official uh, day of fall uh, was, is, was yesterday. And they actually give you a time, but I don't, I don't see the time on it. But a lot of times I'll give you the actual time of when it occurs because it has to do with you know the moon and all. oh you have the time yeah 3 21 p.m well that's why i missed it because if i don't know about it first thing in the morning forget about it that's what happens i have to know what is happening during the day precisely in the morning most of the time but again you know sometimes you gotta you gotta uh, deflect if, if something's uh or you know pivot in a such a way that if you don't know something but anyways it is thursday trending thursday so when I first woke up this morning, um, feeling a little stiff, I had a little boo-boo yesterday at pickleball. I'm not going to go into that, but today I'm feeling a little bit better, but I decided I'm going to take a couple days off. But the first thing now, you know, John, John gets up earlier than I do. He's getting his stretching in and getting his nutritional gut health in. And so he frequently will put on like business news, not like regular news, but on business news. Wants to see what's going on in the market and all that happy jazz. Well, sure enough, I'm walking out of the bedroom and the first thing I hear is a reporter talking about that there will be a shortage of toilet paper and paper towels again. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be so trending on this trending Thursday because you know people are going to be running out and buying those caseloads of that. I didn't hear the reason behind it. I think it's probably a, a couple of things, most likely because obviously there's a shortage of truck drivers, there's a shortage of manufacturing product because of sadly the condition of our country right now. So I'm, I'm assuming, unless they're thrown in another variant, which they could be for all we know. <laughs> and uh, maybe one actually does need toilet paper. Right, I've got to interject. Go ahead, I've interject. noticed that a lot lately. No toilet paper, no napkins, very scant with the 
um, paper towels. And also there is, which I didn't realize, I learned this about two months ago, there is a huge can shortage. There's a can shortage for a reason. People are stocking up because, you know, the way our country is. And, you know, besides the, the toilet paper and the uh, paper towel shortage that we're talking about, you know, we say it in just because you got to have a little humor when you're, you know, in what we're in right now and you got to find the funnies of different things. What was not funny, which is also trending, is having uh, two pieces yesterday that stuck out of my mind yesterday because by the time I got home from pickleball, I really had to lay low and rest. And yes, I was forced to watch some of the news. And I say forced, it was really more than I'm uh, very interested in that Gabby uh, Patico case. So I was waiting for alerts on that and naturally other news interjects. I was appalled that we had someone in our own Oval Office, an ally, who obviously, you know, a lot of times when another leader comes from another country, especially if it's an ally, they meet, then there's usually a media uh, press time frame, right? So you have the two, you have, um, and I believe he was the Prime Minister of England. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. Oh, Boris. Is his name Boris? Boris Johnson, I want to say. I'll yes. look it up right now. Yes, yes. I'm pretty sure it was him. Because he's got the blonde hair, kind of messy like like Trump. Mm -hmm. So sure. he, yeah. he, yes, he was in the uh, Oval Office, and to uh, you know, next to him was the person that's occupying the White House. So as we know, the person occupying the White House does not take questions, refuses to. I don't know that he actually refuses to his handlers, because that's really the best way that you could word the people that have the thumb on him. So his handlers don't allow him to answer because frequently he goes into la-la land that we don't even know what he's talking about. And I thought, how appalling is this day? What a tragedy in that Oval Office of memories that is occurring. You have two leaders and the outside leader, meaning the leader from another country, takes questions from the media, answers them, and they were tough questions and he answers them. And then they go to attempt <clears throat> to shout out some questions to the leader occupying our White House. And the rudeness, and a lot of people, I'm not sure caught this, the rudeness of the handlers yelling and shooing everyone out, stop, 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 you know. And I thought to myself, they started that yelling even before Boris, whatever his last name is, what is it? Johnson. Johnson, I'm having a brain freeze or brain fart, whatever you want to call it. Even before he finished his last sentence of the question he was answering, they were yelling over him to the press, the handlers of the person occupying our White House, the handlers were yelling, and I thought, not only are you rude and you're disrespectful to the sentiment of what that Oval Office stands for, you were rude to another leader's country. And again, you just keep you just keep digging yourself in this hole of why you don't allow this person to answer questions. 
And I thought, what a disservice to the to that Oval Office. What a disgrace. What an embarrassment that another leader from another country had no problem answering questions from our, if you want to call them even the media, the press, because they do such a horrible job. But now some of them are dealing with, you know what, hey, I can get answers from another leader that's not even our country, and I, we can't get leaders from this guy. So the, you know, kind of the brick or the shoe hitting the head is finally starting to impact the brain cells a little bit that the handlers are not only handling them, they're rude, they're voice, uh, voice, uh, boisterous, they're, they're, they're just loud. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And I thought, Woof. so that was trending. The other thing I thought that was very sad that is trending is that during the UN, the big UN meeting um, in New York, when the uh, person occupying our White House started to chat about how he wanted to like embrace our allies, work with our allies, and yet his party in Congress, the, the everyone calls them the squad, I call them the four cray-crays, went against one of our most long-standing ally of, um, uh, where am I thinking, of um, ah! Israel, and took money away from, and I think it was quite a bit of money, from this dome. Now, this dome thing that they use is to kind of help shield or give them like a heads up of an attack or whatever, something to do with that, some sort of equipment. And we contribute, we help our allies with that. And the four squad, the four whack jobs, the four craze uh, managed to get, a, a, it was over, I think it was 1.5 billion maybe, money taken away from that cause that they needed help with. And that is, you know, a country that is, is one of our best allies. We, and they so appreciate everything that we do for them. And I thought, You've got, on the one hand, you got the person occupying the White House saying, oh, we want to embrace our allies and work with our allies, while backstabbing Israel, they're, they're taking money away from them. So between paper towels, Israel, and the media disgrace, the press disgrace, and it really wasn't the press per se this time, so the press gets a little reprieve. it was the handlers of the Oval Office. Those, were, those are the things that are trending right now. Also, I just want to uh, mention that the tick occupying 1600, I, there are so many words that I could use, but I would say the big word for that would be what transpired with uh, Boris Johnson is menace. A complete menace. I, I saw that clip and for, I actually, I felt more mortified that he, uh, I was like, what, what, what just happened? Like that was horrible, but you know what? And the sad thing is they don't care. No, they don't. They don't care. Um, and the media is getting, <laughs> I'm sure that there were some credible reporters in that pool that was there. I don't know who was there but it's almost as if the media is getting their share now back at them, what they've been doing. 
a disservice. Like now they're being disservice by what transpired. And speaking of the media, I just want to say, um, Jory Reed, you win the prize for the most dumbass media personnel out there who I saw a clip uh, and you'll, you'll probably just have to look it up on um, YouTube or something like that. <laughs> it's definitely out there. Speaking about the Gabby Petito case and turning it into a race thing, shame on you. You are not credible. You suck. And there are so many other adjectives I could use. You did a disservice or, and that's probably not the right word, that poor family, her family, her friends, and everybody involved with that case. And anybody, any parent that has ever been through something like that, you not only trash that, but you trash those who unfortunately have had to go through that, those types of things. Shame on you. And I've wasted enough energy on you, Joy. So time well, to move on. I'll interject with that. I mean, the only, I mean, I'm not surprised. I knew because of the climate of the country, that narrative was going to come up. You know, she's the epitome of what they, you know, use the word privilege, young, white, blonde, blue-eyed girl. Um, so I'm, I'm not surprised that that narrative came up because it intertwines in everything we do. But another interesting piece of what's trending. Now, most of us that have common sense already knew this new, news, but apparently some people really need to know. Uh, there has been a report out that states now that Biden's laptop and the material on it is officially credible. Now, <laughs> to all the, uh, like the Humpty Dumpty on CNN, I love the fact that somebody calls him Humpty Dumpty because it kind of looks like Humpty Dumpty. And all the, the uh, news splices of the re you know, uh, reporters, if you want to call them that, I don't even call them that, I, they're just like reporters of trash magazines. And they were doing kind of like a rerun of all their one-liners, you know, that this was, uh, you know, Russia interference, you know, this was all about Russia, then it was about Trump, and that, you know, how do we know, you know, that any of this is really true? And what I loved was uh, one of the ways that they concluded and, or, you know, because they did a lot of forensics, they obviously analyzed emails, IP addresses, was the fact that Hunter Biden was also emailing Switzerland to certain officials and they have verified with Switzerland that these emails do and, and they've got the, the reply in the correspondence that goes along with it. And a lot of China, a lot of China, China, China emails that, you know, so everything's been verified. So for all you people that that news came out before the person in the, that's occupying the White House was elected. And I say that very loosely because my belief is he was not elected. He's there, but he wasn't elected because it was a stolen election. And I will stick with that to the day because I, you know, it's going to be one of those things in 
God knows how long we'll finally, you know, get the official word uh, that it was a stolen election, but it was a stolen election. I don't care how you word it. But the fact, again, that people dismissed the validity, even with having someone close to Biden's, I'm talking about Biden Jr., in the Bidenville, you know, wa-la-la land, one of his closest allies, business partners, was appalled at how things were going down and really put his name, his reputation on the line, and he spoke the truth, and he was trash. The vindication of all these people, the vindication of those that come forward with information, those that, you know, do so much to make sure that the real truth is coming out and they they get crucified in the media they get crucified within their own circle or their you know elitist whatever what are you saying now eating some humble pie you're probably not eating any humble pie but the, the point being this information came out before the election happened and you people and i'm talking about all my democratic friends out there of course i'm talking to you you need because I've actually talked to my Democratic friends. I do have some, some I'm eliminating because I just can't take it. And we have the discussion, and they were, you know, there's no way that that laptop is credible. Have some humble pie this morning. <laughs> well, you know why that came out. So the reason why, and I'm a firm believer in this, the reason why the press or the lack thereof, the media people, whatever we want to call them, finally came out and admitted that that absolutely was true. Obviously, all the evidence, the investigation backs that up, but now they're coming out is because number one, the election is over. That's a given. But number two, they have to address it. So their way of addressing it is coming out and saying, oh yes, this report just came out. It's credible, so yes. It, it is part of it. I think part of it is the Durham report. Now, yeah, that's the other thing that is trending is the Durham report is going forward. There is an indictment coming down and it's leading right to what everyone who was, you know, sharing information of, you know, the behind the scenes doing their own, you know, due diligence and investigating. There were, there are a great many reporters and I say official reporters, not keyboard, you know, reporters, but, you know, investigative reporters that were really looking into this and that, you know, people have been told about this and, and, and the, everyone was called like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You, you know, you're really going down some rabbit hole of craziness. The point being that sure in anything that you investigate, there are going to be pieces and you're going to get those few people. I do recognize that there are kind of great, great people out there go down this big rabbit hole. Of course there are. We can say that with confidence because that's the way of the world. There's two sides to every story, right? But there's been some credible evidence that has been ignored, has been dismissed, has been twisted. And in addition to that, it's not even being reported. The actual correct information is not being reported on most networks. So I do understand why people, the average American bear, you know, we'll, we'll have a chat and say, oh, I didn't hear that, or I didn't know that. And some of these people are quite intelligent. We have a couple of friends that are, uh, you know, we're very prominent in their, in their state working. And, you know, we said, well, maybe change 
widen your horizons of where you get your information from. Once you get that information, do your own digging, you know, because there is credible links out there that will solidify what a lot of people have been chatting about of what's been going on between the Clinton campaign, the Hunter Biden laptop. Regarding the person occupying the uh, White House right now, his legacy of his how to distract a country in seven months or less, or you know, if you want to word out how to just how to destroy a country in one year or less, is being played out right before our own eyes. So those are things that people do see because the, even the networks that don't report anything are forced to acknowledge some of it and some of them are. In addition to that, when it's happening live and most of the networks are chatting about it and it's playing in real time, you can't avoid what is going on. And the one last point I want to uh, bring out was a great question that uh, I think it's Ducey, reporter Ducey for Fox News had asked uh, Raggedy Ann in the White House. Peppermint Patty. Yeah, well, <laughs> I like to call it Raggedy Ann. I just want to pull her hair. <laughs> I think that's what I think of Raggedy Ann gives you know, this yarn. I just want to like yank her head. But anywho, he asked a really great question about now, anytime that there's a disaster, meaning like a storm, uh, unforeseen uh, event like 9-11, even the collapse of the two buildings uh, outside of Miami, normally, or, or things that are going on in Mexico, wherever it may be, uh, Bahamas, surrounding areas, whatever, usually our person in charge will go a few days after to assess. And the reason why they go there to assess is to see things in real time of the devastation. And once he has kind of seen it with his own eyes, of course he accepts reports and whatnot, but once they see it in their own eyes, it gives them a better, because uh, there's something where you see it on video, but when you're actually in live time witnessing something, it does impact you a little bit more. So it's very common for any president to go after one of these events occur to go assess. And this way they can go back and say, this is the money that they need and blah, 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 blah. So Ducey asked the question, because obviously uh, Fox News has been paramount in letting the world know what is going on in the border, along with the, the courageous sheriffs, marshals, everyone is out there. And uh, what a tragedy um, that those that are on the horse that they're saying that they were whipping um, uh, Maxine yeah. gave a disgusting account of what happened, which did not happen. You people are worse than pieces of dirt or crap on the bottom of my shoe, by the way. But he did ask, why have, haven't the president, that's how he's wording it, gone to the border to see with his own eyes what's going on? Because now all of a sudden they're, they're you know, starting to get involved after, you know, seven months of this garbage, right? And um, she said, so he so he asked the question in such a way like you know, normally a president goes to see these things and she goes yeah yeah of course they do she goes hey, but what's your question like what's your point of this question he says well my point is he hasn't gone to the border that's my point and she really couldn't what's she gonna say she just like you know adjusted her raggedy hair hair and that was about that 
Well, so, I'm sure the two words that prominently came up, root cause. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna circle back to that, I, I don't know. You know, I, I wish for one time she would just come out and say, you know, that's a great question. I don't know why he doesn't do anything. <laughs> Well, yeah. let's shake. It's trending Thursday. Shake it up a little bit. Say right. something least expected and get some passion into you and, and feel what is going on in our world, in our local communities, in the schools, which that's a whole. How would you like to be called you people? Now, I know people are really big into the whole pronoun. What's your pronoun? Forty. I don't even understand half of that, that crap, meaning the pronoun bullshit, but because that's what it is. And yes, I said bullshit, 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 bullshit. I don't know how many times that's going to come up across the screen. <laughs> I'm looking at the, uh, oh, they just bleeped it out. Yeah, of course they bleeped it out. They got nothing yeah. better. Bull is a word and shista is a word. How's that? Bullshista. Bullshista. They can't bleep, bleep, bleep it that out. Bleeped it out. It's, it's computer generated, so probably but anywho, Shasta, it's coming across as Shasta. I'll, I'll go with bull Shasta. I can, I can deal with that. I can embrace that bull Shasta. You know, the, the bull Shasta that's going on. So anyways, you're at a school committee meeting and these, uh, and this was taking place last night at Dudley Charleston Regional School District. And I was watching because I couldn't get to the meeting. So I'm watching it. And, you know, obviously they have live mics. They share mics, but they've got live mics, right? So anywho, the, there's a, a section of the school committee, which is called Citizens Forum. I, I have another name for it, but that's what they call it, Citizens Forum, where you're allowed three minutes uh, and they are only allowing you, uh, the community, 30 minutes time frame. And you only can speak for three minutes. So this gentleman was doing, this dad was doing an awesome job in really talking about the state of Massachusetts stats, national stats, whatnot. I, I wish we had gotten to the local stats because they were crazy good stats, but they're not sharing that. But anywho, so the, the lives marks on, so she's, you know, there's a little confusion because he's a little bit over three minutes and one of the school committee members was doing her due diligence said, look at, you know, end your three minutes, but take your computer because he was reading off your computer and he went to another parent and that parent can come up for the three minutes. So that's what she was trying to let him know. And the chairperson uh, basically, you know, scolded the other school committee member. Let the, and of course, there's a live mic. Let them figure it out for themselves. And then she referred to the audience, you people. You people. Well, that you people, Mrs. O'Coin on the Dudley Charlton Regional School District, those you people pay into uh, the salary of that school. And those people, meaning you people, O'Coin, elected you in. And guess what? They can get you out. And that's my, that's my, uh, th there's going to be some recalls going on in that school district because these, the people excluding one, possibly two, but one who really does an awesome job in really uh, putting value into what the parents are chatting about and really show sincerity to the plight, you know, the frustration of the of parents. She's a parent herself. And I give her a lot of credit because she's postured and 
she's probably the only one that is really there for the right reasons. The rest are there for, they think they're there for the right reason, but you know, if something's questioned and that has to do with money, if you always got to go back to follow the money. But I, I really thought the chairperson did a disservice in describing the public as you people and let them figure it out for themselves. Like, you know, the parents, taxpayers, caregivers, grandparents, they're trying to work with this district. You know, they're, they've been extending the olive branch way too many times, probably more than I even care to think about. And that's how they're described as you people. It was, it was really uh, disgraceful. So people in Dudley and Charlton, Massachusetts, get ready, go to these school committee meetings. It's one thing to watch them, but when you're there in person, uh, it's a whole other ball game and people are about change. And there has got to be some change within that school committee because they're placating the public. They're uh, up the wazoo of the superintendent. Ooh, that's a whole other story. So there's a lot of shista or shasta going on there. <laughs> well, I have to well, I have to say about that board member is you're a moron. You are putting and these are the people that we have in charge right now. I, it's just it's just mind boggling. And I'm going to tell you real quick what the stats were because it was interesting because obviously the mask mandates are all over New England and uh, for the first two weeks they actually counted, which does a disservice to the numbers, the cumulative numbers, because in most districts, they open up the school two or three days before the students come in and they included those dates. So that would have meant it was only staff at that point, which drove up the numbers a little bit. And they don't differentiate between adult and, and, and uh, student, which they should. So in the whole state of Massachusetts, the percentage of hospitalizations right now up to, I believe it was September 17th, and, and it might include this week, I'm not sure, but it was very close to where we are right now, is 0.8% from zero to 17 year olds. That means that less than a person is hospitalized right now with the virus, hospitalized. The other stats that were interesting were, I believe it was Dudley uh, had 60, that were, were tested positive and Charlton had 84 that tested pos, pos, uh, positive. Again, does not differentiate which of these are students, which of these are not. And then the second week that they started to do the stats, the numbers were even lower. So there are not people, there's just, there's not, a, you know, there's not a lot of evidence out there to support, you know, the pushing of the, uh, vax mandate which you know that's coming so uh, it's a good thing it means the lowers are, the numbers are lower that is a good thing and i and i know in their warped sense they're going to say it's because of the mask it's got nothing to do with the mask because they're all the kids are pulling the mask down they can take them off to eat you know they've got they're supposedly have breaks which i guess they're not really following through with that and as well as um you know they're outdoors or indoors you know, we forget that a lot of staff uh, does not live locally, so they live somewhere else. So, you know, you don't know what they're doing over the weekend, you know, who they're exposed to. So there's not a rampant, they didn't go into this rampant, you know, number, you know, increase. So that's a good thing. So I'm happy about that. 
that's a good thing. And on this trending Thursday, how are we going to be the trendsetter? Well, you know, I'm always into the different type of fitness routines and what's the newest thing or gadget out there. And yes, my, my gym that I have in my head is going to cost me a fortune. But, you know, that's for another time, another day, another place. But I will post below the live of this video a great article that I found. And I think our audience will definitely find it quite interesting. On that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 on this trending Thursday with two. Stars. And this is Carol, so aka Live Naughty Boss here, a little sparked up. I'm going to be trend setting. I'm looking for a new ankle wrap. So, you know, with anything with fitness, if you got some suggestions on a wrap that you use or, you know, a support system that you use, definitely need it from a right ankle because that's where my little boo boo happened. And, you know, I'm going to rest it up today. So, guess what? I'm going to be doing some working on my arms. Still have to be a little bit careful. I got some soreness going on, but that's okay. You can still manage to get some movement in. We will see you tomorrow on Fantabulous Friday. Maybe talk about some great ways that you can decorate your house for this fall, which we're already in apparently, which some of us missed. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone.